This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome back, professional wrestling and sports entertainment fans. You are listening to Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, because that's what we are. At the end of the day, we're just professional wrestling fans. I mean, you may be listening to this and be like, oh, these guys are on iTunes, and they have their own website, MarkingOut.com. But at the end of the day, we're just like you. We're professional wrestling fans. You, as I said, you can find us on iTunes, subscribe, leave a comment. Biggest thing you can do, bump up our uh, iTunes ratings there. MarkingOut.com, you can find all the episodes there. You can find pictures there. There may be merchandise coming. I don't know. Maybe. Shh. Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Continue the pro wrestling talk there. We Ask us questions because we will answer them on the show. I mean, I asked everybody to ask questions and no one did. Come on. Pony up. What are you doing? Uh, also, Twitter.com at Marking Out. You can follow us while we live tweet during Raw, sometimes during SmackDowns, maybe Impact, maybe Ring of Honor. I don't think we'll be able to tweet during WrestleMania, but uh, maybe. You never know. You never know. My name's Chris. I'm here with Dave with a new catchphrase. Dave, what are you today? All right. Show, and you still don't do it. It's Dave, the rave, all of the nurses crave. Some hot nurse named Brit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. Bridget. Okay. Gave me a sponge bath and then some. Awesome times. I hate you both. <laughs> and I'm here, Brandon. Brandon, how you doing? You know, people come to me. They say, who are you and why are you here? I say, listen up and lend me your ear. I am the B to the G. Jay Silva, he thinks he's so cool. Well, listen up while I take you to school. I was doing this before you were born. Before two and a half, this was the norm. I'm not prehistoric like your age-old bone on your knees because your cover's been blown. I'm not mad. In fact, I'm glad I could assist. You still owe me money for that orange broski fist. And just remember, before you steal my lines and start your day, I am awesome. As always. Yep, Brandon is so original. So original that he invented Bam Roasted back in 2009 and has no proof of it. Well, and by the way, I just got to say uh, thank you for paying me for the Broski Fist, Jamie. Yes, that was an point. official <laughs> Bam Roasted. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because, you know, Brandon Bam invented Rose. that, that his proof. He was saying it's, that, Dave, it's he been, was saying it's that back when... the office, yeah. Yeah, since, that was the office. You didn't... Since mean, Steve Carell said Boom Roasted, I was like, oh, you know what flows better? Bam, Roasted. Yeah, no. All right, sure. Them. Okay, I, well, once there's proof of it, then I'll believe it, just as, there's you know. proof is in the pancakes. Yeah, well, <laughs> you didn't even eat pancakes this morning. You had a bacon, egg, and cheese. Pancake oh, Friday. bacon. Well, Pancake ham. Friday. Ham, excuse no, me. I don't eat ham. I don't eat pig. Oi. Oi, shit. <laughs> Oy I don't vey. eat pig. All right, well, let's talk about the Ring of Honor 10th anniversary show, as we left off with last week. And, you know, we talked about last week have, not having the star power that, you know, maybe bringing in a bunch of old guys that, like, they should have. But they did it well. I have to admit, they did it very, very well. I want to start off with the no DQs match between Jimmy Jacobs and Kevin Steen. One thing that really got me and made me pop big time was the fact that Jimmy Jacobs was rocking the uh, the age with the trench coat and everything like that, bringing out the railroad spike. I, I still think that that's what the age of the fall. Age of the fall. That start. That entire first promo got me all into Jimmy Jacobs. So seeing him back with that attire. 
I thought uh, I brought a little bit of something uh, out of him for a 10th anniversary show, big time. But, you know, Kevin Steen did uh, did beat him with the F5 onto a bunch of chairs in, you know, a hellacious match. Steve Carino was out you, there. You mean the Rock's uh, identical uh, twin brother? Oh, yeah, that's right. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that, God that, bless those tweets. The, the best part I find is, like, Kevin Steen. You know, Kevin Steen's very well known throughout the entire independent circuit. And then there's The Rock, who's the people's champion. You know, the biggest man in sports entertainment. WrestleMania. WrestleMania, this, that, and other thing. And the fact that he's actually, like, responding to them and they're actually having a back-and-forth conversation. I want to I wanna be there when they meet each other in person for the first time. If they haven't met already. Yeah. Touche. I, I like how Kurt Hawkins is also involved in Flex Cavana and yeah. Sunset <laughs> Flips. There we go. <laughs> Um, also, a lot of other good things. Homicide and Mike Bennett. This is one thing that I liked, and this actually expanded to the WWE, which was really cool. That it did. Uh, Homicide, you know, taking on the prodigy, Mike Bennett, in a, a solid match. But the thing that got me the most is he tried to go for the Pepsi plunge. And then he tried to go for the GTS. Yeah, because uh, Mike Bennett's actually dating Maria, who, who is at ringside, and has a little past with uh, Mr. CM Punk. Which then goes to the WWE, because that day in uh, on CM Punk's Twitter, he posted a picture of his wristband, posting a little 187 and po- uh, word Joeism, which I thought was cool, because that kind of brings it full circle Ring of Honor, paying his respects to the 10th anniversary show of Ring of Honor, showing that he... I don't want to say he hasn't left... But he's still there in spirit. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Same thing with uh, uh, Brian Dan- uh, Daniel Bryan. He, same exact thing. I mean, on Twitter, they made reference to Ring of Honor and just uh, congratulated them on the 10th. And, but it is cool that See, like actually went out and did that, though. As a fan, I think, I think it's cool. I think that should be a little bit more respectful to the Ring of Honor locker room than Dixie Carter tweeting. Hey, congratulations yeah. to Ring of Honor, you know, three weeks beforehand. Yeah, who the who the hell is she to tweet to Ring of Honor? I mean... Well, I well, mean, it's business, though. Business is business. You say congratulations or whatnot. Do you? Did, did yeah, Vince McMahon... I, I, didn't, I missed Vince McMahon's yeah. uh, tweet uh, about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Vince McMahon's not on Twitter, but oh. look, look at the 90s where Vince McMahon was feeding Paul Heyman money. You have, you have proof of that? Yeah. Just I like you have proof of Bam Rustin? Wait, I have proof, proof of him... Feeding him oh, money? money. You have there's pictures. Well, you have pictures yeah, of Vince McMahon spoon feeding interviews. Vince McMahon. You have proof. You don't f- of spoon feed somebody money. But you just said you said you, you spoon just, feed somebody chocolate pudding. Yeah, but you you have pictures of Vince McMahon spoon feeding no, Paul Heyman. I'm not the money gate scandal. But what's this? I don't think Dixie, Dixie Carter not is backing it up again. Out with money. No, there's interviews. Yeah. Look it up. That Google Dixie it, Carter is helping them out with money. No. I know. I know. Yes, with Paul Heyman. Yes, Vince McMahon has given. Paul Heyman moolah to help out ECW. It's good business, but I don't think there, I've ever heard anything about Dixie Carter helping out. Yeah, people. Dixie no, Carter's I'm not, not a big bi- good businesswoman. I think she's just being a good businesswoman. With all the money that she got from her parents? Yeah, okay. That's man, money is money. Hey, Vince McMahon is a self made himself. All right, and to help out somebody like Paul Heyman, who revolutionized the sports entertainment business, and back then it was a professional wrestling business, was. Huge. They both revolutionized uh, the uh, pro wrestling as it is as we know it today. Absolutely, both of them, those two. I mean, have it, it's, it really is a shame that Paul Heyman 
didn't go further with it. Which is actually... He wasn't allotted to. Actually pretty funny that Vince McMahon not only has a hand in pro wrestling, but football too, with XFL yeah. and uh, that camera angle, yeah, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Did, he was the so first person to lose NFL that... NFL football fan. Use that uh, overview camera angle that they currently use on the yeah. during NFL games. It was all Vince McMahon that used that first. It was a professional wrestling camera maneuver. Go figure. There we go. There we go. A lot of other good matches. All Night Express beating the world's greatest tag team. You know... The name of the event was Young Wolves Rising, and it really showed with the All Night Express going over World's Greatest Tag Team. You know, Tommaso Ciampa going to a time limit draw against Jay Lethal, but also getting the upper hand yeah. against Jay Lethal Which by taking the title. And Brandon actually called that one. Yeah, kudos, yeah. kudos. Because, I mean, the, the where the facts were, you just couldn't... Couldn't have either lose. And Tommaso Ciampa has a lot riding on him right now. Yeah, he's still undefeated, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, the House of Truth, Mike Elgin and Roderick Strong going over TJ Perkins in Amazing Red. So you now you see Mike Elgin starting to get in the limelight of everything. Which you got to really um, expect, I guess, because I, I've noticed the trend that a lot of returning wrestlers to Ring of Honor... They won't. Everybody will think that they're going to re- win that returning match, but they don't. And you mentioned that on last week's show yeah. as well. Um, one match that really didn't have any sort of young wolves or anything like that: the Briscoes and the Bucks. I mean, well, you, young Bucks are pretty young. No, I, <laughs> they've been they've been around the block. Yeah, you know, unhooked a few bras. Yeah. That they, <laughs> um, so the Briscoes getting the win over the Bucks. You didn't see that coming. And also, too, there's a lot of other storylines that went on this. Yes, it was Young Wolves Rising, but also, too, there was a lot of other things. Eddie Kingston, former, uh, formerly of Ring of Honor, we were there during that hellacious yeah. street fight that he had with Chris Hero, mm-hmm. and now Cassis Ono, came out with the Chikara Grand Championship, was rudely interrupted by Kevin Steen bashing Chikara, saying that Chikara is, you know, the Mickey Mouse of the professional wrestling world, and them brawling and getting into it. And it's big that Eddie Kingston's represented because right now he's the he is the current grand champion of Chikara, as opposed to having um, Quackenbush in the ring doing a promo. It's very important that you have. It's Sean always Kingston, it's Sean always Kingston. it's always <laughs> important that you have your your title holder, your main face of the company, and Eddie Kingston is the face of Chikara right now. Yes, Mike Quackenbush star- started the Chikara Wrestling Factory, but he's not the grand champion. Do you think he's the correct face to represent Chikara though? I mean, comparing his wrestling and his uh, the way he is in the ring compared to Chikara as a whole. What? Representing? Yeah, as Already opposed Kingston? to somebody like that or somebody that kind of relates to more of the roster. Roster. This is a good question. And I have to say, I believe... Don't, I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Eddie Kingston. Okay. I mean, I, yes, he's a strong guy. We're going to be seeing him later today at mm-hmm. PWS against Kevin Matthews. I'm excited to see that match because they're both big dudes and they can both go. But I feel because Chikara is, I'm taking the words from Cole Cabana, who we're going to see later today as well against Sammy Callahan, is a little left of center in the world of professional wrestling. Eddie Kingston isn't that model-looking wrestler. You know, mm-hmm. he's a big dude. You yeah, know, he's heavy set. Yeah, heavy set, grizzly old guy. And him representing a company that is that left of center makes it okay that he's representing Chikara. All right. You know, he's a thug. He's gangster. You know, he's the king of diamonds. You know, he's man of war. But, I mean, it's not like Ultramantis can't front them, though. 
Ultraman. Ultra, he definitely could. Absolutely. Don't, don't get me started. Yeah. No, don't get me started on Ultramantis right well, I mean, now because, because you know like, I'd be I'd be all over that like just shit. Just because on like Ultimate uh, Ultimate Ultra Ultimate Mantis Black. Ultimate. Black. <laughs> Ultimate Wait, careful. He might sue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Fuck. Just because he relates to a majority of the roster with his gimmick, with his mask, and everything like that, while Eddie Kingston really doesn't. But him being a powerhouse can carry them. Yeah, and I think maybe at this Chikara, maybe by then, Kevin Steen will be the Ring of Honor champion and face Eddie Kingston in Champions and Champions match at this, you know, this pseudo-synergy event that they're having in I Chicago in April. Definitely put the butts in the seats. Definitely, and, you know, speaking of champions, Davey Richards. We mentioned him last week, but not defending the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight title in tag action with his protege, Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly versus Cole and Adam Cole this is the biggest thing great solid back and forth tag team action Adam Cole gets the pin on Davey Richards that's huge A what does that have to say about Davey Richards as the Ring of Honor champion and B what does this have to say about Ring of Honor in general do you think this is this is the start this this 10th anniversary this uh, kind of ends the chapter on the first 10 years and is going to start this whole new as they're saying young wolves rising what does it also say about Adam Cole where he's going now that's Eddie Edwards or who knows or who knows well he surprised Eddie Edwards and actually go for Davey Richards and beat him who knows? Who knows? I mean, they, their next big events, you know, they have events in Maryland, but then they have those two shows in Florida, WrestleMania weekend, which we'll be at. We'll be there. Lance Storm will be there. Right? Yeah, Lance Storm. Yeah. Lance Storm's going to be there. And then they also announced it's going to be a dual duel both those nights. It's going to be Express versus the Unbox. First night's going to be a street fight. Second night, it's going to be a tornado tag match. Nice. Yeah, I know. Very, I'm, pretty, cool. I'm pretty stoked about that. Maybe Adam Cole will get a shot against Davey Richards one of those nights. And then maybe the second night... Kevin Steen will get a shot against Davey Richards and win the title. Or maybe Adam Cole will beat Davey Richards for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight title the first night, and then Kevin Steen will beat Adam Cole the second night. Who knows? We're just three fans. Yeah, we're just three fans. Who knows? There we go. The old catchphrase back in effect here. Bringing it on back. Let's talk about something that we haven't spoken about in a very long time. Yes, we really don't want to, but we will. Let's talk about Impact Wrestling. Let's talk about, before we get into Impact Wrestling for the past couple of weeks, he helps slam Bully Ray through a table, which was awesome. Which is, I guess he's having the best offseason, right? Yeah, seriously. You know, I, a, a good thing, too, about that was Brandon Jacobs saying, hey, if I ever, after football, I need a career, I would, wouldn't mind going to pro wrestling. He's a beast. They well, all of them are. Yeah. Every football, pretty much every football yeah. player is a beast. I'm surprised Impact Wrestling didn't give him the tag team titles right away, though. Yeah, yeah right. right? <laughs> well, not like he's a uh, Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on now. Who even gets his different own theme status music? right there. there? Are you kidding me? Pac-Man Jones got street cred. Our truth and Pac-Man. Jacobs just has a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, just uh, just, just, just two Super Bowl rings. <laughs> yeah, you know? no. it's nothing. nothing. Not, no. not street cred. No. Um, yes, we Brandon Jacobs. That was a cool thing about Impact. Let's talk about Hulk Hogan. I think he's really completely gone off the deep ends here. He's Finally, because this week reports have surfaced that Hulk Hogan has been spotted in a, the Hulk Hogan sex tape with an un-visible uh, brunette. I'm calling Brutus. You're Brutus calling the barber. After, after what Linda said. But who, uh, will I'm, we I'm, find I'm, out? And after what the warrior said also. Yeah, right? There you go. Warrior, we love you. We're, we're spreading your word. Don't sue us now. Oh, fuck warrior. Warrior's a man. No. Don't sue Zack Ryder. Yeah, we'll find you. Fuck 
Okay, so Hulk Hogan now being in a sex tape. What do we think about this? And it's actually getting, like, shopped to, like, Vivid Video. I'm kind of disgusted at it. And I feel really bad and sad about it, too. Um, because he's also having, what is it, the Hulkamania challenge? Yeah, Hulk yeah, Hulk I, challenge. yeah. Brandon, Brandon I, watched that. Uh, well, I did too. Every single he's, one. He's wrestling. He's dressing up in drag, pretending he's snooking and stuff. It makes you wonder. I mean, the guy's. I think he's sixty years old now. Mm-hmm. It just kind of. It's something's not right. I feel. I, well, I think. I, I think it'd be like. The divorce, perhaps. Yeah. And then all the pressure, well, all the money. He could be having a midlife crisis. With MCW right. and everything, I feel like he... That tanked. I feel like he has gone broke, or he's very close to it. I feel like he lost a lot of money in that divorce. I feel like he lost... A, he unfortunately lost a lot of money where uh, with his son's uh, car crash. Yeah. yeah. He lost a lot of money with investing in Brooke Hogan's uh, singing career. Car crash. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I just feel like his... Right now... He's losing a lot of money. He's trying to just stay uh, present in whatever he can, and it's kind of depressing. But you also have to kind of think, wrestlers and concussions, they will go off when somebody has a concussion for that many, uh, that long period of time. They can start losing it, going off on the deep end. Has Hulk Hogan lost it? Has his concussions finally caught up to him? I think. I mean, that's a, that's a that's a great subject in general too, because just professional wrestling and concussions. I mean, this week on the Art of Wrestling with Nigel McGuinness, he mentioned it. He goes, "Yeah, he's like, I've gotten concussions before," and he's like, "And we're not going to see the effects of this." For like ten years down the road, because you know, with with going back to Final Battle with uh, Kevin Steen and Steve Carino, those nasty chair shots that they were taking, you know, you're not going to see the repercussions of that for another ten years. Like these guys can be fine and keep doing what they're doing and continue with the style, but there's going to be a time. There's going to be a time down the road where they're just going to be like. Vegetable. They're just gonna be brain dead. Definitely. I mean, right now you couldn't be looking at it as, oh yeah, no, Hulk Hogan's just having fun. He's trying to be cool. Or you can look at it as this could be very serious. He may actually be showing uh, signs right now of the concussions, and it's not looking too well. Or he could just be having his midlife crisis. Midlife at sixty. Listen, he was living the Hulkamania. Hulkamania never died. He was running wild for. I just, mm-hmm. I just think that it's his way to give back to the fans and his way of saying like, I really don't to release care a porno. Anymore. I not the porn, just the the, the well, Hulk challenges because really he has nothing else that's going on, and it, maybe he's just fed up. Maybe I, he's just burnt out. Maybe he just wants to right now sail into the open sunset. Well, honestly, I fans. I hope that that is the case and that it's not the concussion right now and that we're not seeing the fall of his health and his uh, mentality. It, it would be a shame if something did happen because of a concussion and then all of a sudden we see on CNN and that, that Mark Marrow and... Plus, we don't know all with, people with all of his past steroid use... wrestled for years, come on to we do, we talk know, shows and talk about stuff they don't know about. We know the effects of steroids. We have seen... Rest- cocaine... Yes, and, and heavy drug, drug use. We have seen the effects of this in other wrestlers that unfortunately Absolutely. have passed away. Well, look at the look at the movie The Wrestler in general. Yeah, that's a that's a prime example. And we'll be at the uh, the Railway Rec Center later today for BWS. PWS, and Super, we'll talk about that a little bit next. Well, week. We're, well, yeah, we're we're going to talk about that next week in full entirety because by the time you hear this, BWS Supercard will be over, and we'll still be marking out over it. I'll be marking out over Papa Shango. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Let's get into other things uh, Impact yes. Wrestling wise. Sting and Robert Roode a couple weeks back, you know, Rob Sting is fed up with the way Robert Roode has been handling his world title. So at Victory Road, on the Victory Road to lockdown, it's going to be Sting versus Bobby Roode. Do you think this is good for 
This is definitely going to put Robbie, Bobert, Bobert Rude. That's his name now. <laughs> Bobert Rude over. But do you think this is just good for storylines in general to make Sting? He was he was good for a while. And he was insane for a while, and then he kind of smartened up, and he you know kept his role as the, like, the acting commissioner of Impact, and now he's insane again. He's putting face paint on him. You know, this week, in general, he put face paint on Eric Young. Like, I think I think it definitely the match will build credibility towards the championship, the mm-hmm. title. But quite frankly, I think there's tons of other people that could also build credit who are a lot younger. Just as James Storm, he's getting a shot too soon. James Storm and definitely agree with you. There's a lot of other people to put in that um, that position, and I definitely feel like. A lot of the wrestlers, as we've mentioned in the past, a lot of the veteran wrestlers need to step down. I feel like Sting mm-hmm. hasn't do- hasn't understood that yet. I don't. Like, I don't, I don't think away. it's not. I don't think that he's not understood it. I just think that it's Sting, and quite frankly, I believe he could still. I mean, yeah, and I if, think if Bobby Roode gets the win over him, it's it's yes. Well, well, actually, I don't know. Will it have the same effect as it would a few years ago if he got a win over Sting? If he beats Sting, what is that? How is that going to help out Rude? I think now Sting has more of the nostalgia factor towards him. So if Bobby Robert Rude gets a win over him, I feel like now that he has that nostalgia factor added to him and that of Sting. He will. It'll give him a little bit more credibility. Like when Randy Orton was the Legend Killer, mm-hmm. and he was going out and he was beating the Flares, and he was you know taking on the Undertakers, took out Jake, you know Jake the Snake Roberts as well. That built Randy Orton's career right there. You know, if Randy Orton didn't have the Legend Killer, do you think we'd still be seeing Randy Orton? Probably, but we wouldn't see him into the Not that capacity extent. that we see him today. Which may be probably better because we liked him a lot more back then. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. So. I think Robert Roode getting a win over Sting, Victory Road, really cement him and give him some momentum going towards the WWE. No, I'm just kidding. Everything <laughs> Brandon relates to the WWE because there is no other sort of wrestling besides that. Yeah, because everybody's main focus in life is to get to the WWE. What the fuck are you talking about? Last week you said you said nobody, everybody is content with living there. I think he was being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, you're, you don't, you're you don't a douchebag. Somebody doesn't know sarcasm. No, I don't. I'm sorry because you're sarcastic 24 hours a day. Uh, James Storm and Bully Ray continue their feud. James Storm ha- has a match. He has a set match at Lockdown in a Cage against Bobby, Bobby Roode for the, w- the TNA heavyweight title. I apologize about that. And Bully Ray is deserving enough. He's really... Kevzilla has made a statement. Oh, he definitely has. I mean, as we have said many times, the guy has done a complete 180. Just a complete 180 change of his gimmick, his character... He deserves that championship now. He does. They got to ride with it. I mean, maybe once lockdown comes, James Storm wins the title, then they can do Bully Ray James Storm and maybe get all three of these guys in because it seems like Bully Ray, Bobby Roode doesn't want to fight Bully Ray. Yeah, it looks like that's what they're kind of aiming at what is like a little triple threat. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe two, pa- two pay-per-views down the line. We'll see it's lockdown. Pay-per-view. Oh, it's... They're, yeah. They're already plugging... What's before lockdown? Victory Road. Gotcha. Which is the next one. All right, so... Uh, we saw the TNA finally Dave's happy about this one the TNA knockouts tag team titles changed hand this week right, when Gal Kim Mass and Rain were beaten by the unlikely team of ODB and Eric Young 
I'm definitely very happy about this just due to the fact that I don't like uh, one of the knockouts holding two titles at the same time. I don't like the fact that they've been holding it for so long. I don't like the titles, period. I, I, just, I mean, that, you that's know, another... Because female, like, if it was an all-female, like if it was the WSU... Yes. It would be a little bit more acceptable. But the fact that their knockouts division is so thin... It doesn't work because it starts. I feel like it, the storylines start to intermix with each other. Absolutely, I totally and agree. It, it intermixes a little bit too much. I feel like they're two different championships. They have to be treated two different, uh, two different ways. I feel like because of their thin roster of the knockouts, they just mix. It's not good. And I love Eric Young. I'm sorry, Eric Young <laughs> with the title. The best is ODB goes for the Bronco Buster. And what to, to like Gail Kim or Mass and Rain on I was yeah. And then all of a sudden Eric Young is in the other corner just waiting for a break. Eric like, Young oh, is man. just hilarious. Yeah, he's good. Um also to um an interesting interesting turn of events that we saw this week on Impact. We're gonna just skip over the last talk about Garrett Bischoff and Gunner and Bischoff the other Bischoff and Flair. Yeah. They're wasting uh, Gunner wait, away. Wait, Keep just, on wasting him away. I just wanna know who the heck taught Garrett Bischoff to put on tape. Because that was the sloppiest job. Maybe you should go down ever. to Florida and... I don't know how to tape up. He doesn't know how to tape so up if or you, wrap if it up. So if you don't know how to tape what up, then don't Same. criticize the people that do tape. But I'm saying, like, there you go. come on. I'm sure I can figure well, it out. Well, an interesting turn of events, besides in the Garrett Bischoff angle, which I'm just not... You I'm know, s- when you, you start off the show with it, you end the show off with it. Where's that drunk? Yeah, that that too. It's, it, it's just bad. I don't know. I think it's not good business what they're doing with Garrett Bischoff with how much time that they're giving him instead of as opposed to others. Tony and, Nese. Yes, yeah, Tony, Tony Nese. Nese. And honestly, it's not entertaining. Stop Dennis stamping him. He's not booked. Yes. For one thing. Hashtag we want Nice. But yeah, it's to me, at least, it's not entertaining. I don't care about Garrett Bischoff. I don't care about this angle. This, this angle that they... Man... Slick back hair, glass starts asking wrestlers about the uh, where Abyss has been. And it turns out apparently to be his brother Joseph Parks. Which I find is interesting. You know, bigger, heavy set guy walking around asking, you know, Crimson and Matt Morgan asking Alicia F- uh I almost said Alicia Fox. <laughs> Al- Al- uh, you just can't get enough. Sky, what what's Sky? What's her name? What's the first Velvet, Velvet Sky, there we go, Velvet asking cake. her. Red velvet cake is delicious. Oh, no, it's not. You just don't it's know food, rich. Brandon. It's too. Yeah, I don't know food. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Um, Joseph Parks comes in asking people. Now, here's here's my question. I, I I gave it. To, I brought it up to Dave before at the beginning of the show. Do you think this is Abyss? You think maybe this is Abyss's like alter ego? As in, he still needs doctors, Steve. It is. It is interesting. No, because he's coming with a suit. His hair is cut. He's wearing glasses. He's not wearing the mask. You know, you can't see his tattoos or anything like that. Yeah, he's, he's wearing a complete suit. You don't yeah. see any of it. You can't tell. Do you think they repackaged Abyss to be this character? It would give Abyss... And give, make him a complete schizo? That I, I, I think that's a... Yes, it plays off of his old Abyss gimmick, just crazy. And just kind of like Kane-like. But And I think it's yeah, a great turn. more Mankind-like. Well, I think it... Honestly, I think it's a mix of Mankind and Kane. But I think that that would be a great way, what you just said, about him just losing it completely and this just being another storyline based off the fact that Abyss is sick in the mind. He sure is. I wouldn't want to say sick in the mind and say schizophrenic people are... Because I was like, I was really like looking at this guy. I'm like, is this... The first thing I said, I'm like, is that Abyss? But he had teeth. 
So I I'm, I I don't know. Brandon said that he'd be able to spot Abyss from a mile away without it's, his mask it's on. It's also so. interesting that uh, they actually used his real last name, Parks. Yeah, they've been using it forever. Have they? Yeah, they've been using it all the time. Like even with like when when Raven was around. Watch Mm -hmm. the product, please. I've never heard them use his last name. Yeah. 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 It was on the back of his jumpsuit. Yeah, it was. Was That's right. Yeah, Yeah, back when he like first came in. Yeah. Numbers. Like kind of like nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Do you guys remember? I've never noticed that. Do you guys remember nails' numbers? I don't not by heart, but I could recognize it if I see. It. I know if we I call up buddy, Sal right now. Should we? Yeah. Do you want? Oh, we gotta call up Wait, Sal. We're, we're gonna what call was, up Sal. So we're gonna call up the only man undefeated against Zach Ryder. Zach Ryder, former WTW United States champion, BCW World Heavyweight champion, right now. He we're, we're, he knows nails his uh, gel on his gear off the bat. I think it's like C N. He knows it. Okay. <laughs> this is Sal. This is, is Sal. C N something. Eight four zero five. Sal, pick up the phone, please. Boo. Salute. I know you're home. Pick it up. If not, we're gonna have to cut this from the show. <laughs> I don't want to do that. God damn it! Damn it! Oh. All right, that's getting cut. Um, funny. <laughs> all right, but. We'll see where this goes from here. And let's get into our musical interlude of the week. I, we've missed these guys in the show. And we're going to get them on soon, hopefully, to talk about everything that they're doing. Guys Th- and lady. And lady. And Brusquette and Chiapetta's future wife. Chiapetta. Long time nice. <laughs> they made that song. They made our theme music. Um, you can find them Ring Rope Rebellion on YouTube. You can find all those songs there. This is the new one. And actually, this is in- actually endorsed by Dolph Ziggler, which I find is great because he actually retweeted this one. Which is great, and this is a song by about Dolph Ziggler. This is called Hashtag Heal, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the WWE on Marking Out. Show off in the ring, one of a kind, and he can do anything. Hashtag he is. He's a model. 
feel so sick, it'll cause an infection. Yeah. Hit you with a zigzag, throw another white flag, gotta know the price tag. Leave yeah. you lying on the ground, listen real close as I break it down. Yeah. Ziggler perfect at everything that he does. In the pursuit, in the pursuit of perfection, showing every everyone that he can take on any challenge, anytime, any place, any pace. Zigzag lights out, finish him in the square circle. Show off, choke out, squeeze him until they turn purple. Ziggler perfect at everything that he does. Any challenge, any time, any place, any pace. C-E-A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. B aggressive. He is aggressive. I am P-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. He's impressive. He is impressive. Okay. Toss the best at selling punches, then gets up and does some crunches, pops in over, watch a hold. Ain't no doubt he breaks the mold. Coming up, breaking hearts, then he's out. Later marks, heel Ziggler is a master. Now we gonna do it faster. Sal, you're on Marking Out right now, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's going on? Nothing. What's Nails' uh, uh, number? Whose number? Nails. Doc902714. You would... <laughs> awesome. Thank you, you so much. That because Zack Ryder challenged me to a contest in 8th grade. <laughs> and he said if I got it right, he would give me some kind of action figure. But then I got it right, and he would give it to me. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, thank you yeah. for letting the, us and the fans know that vital information. No problem. Awesome. Woo woo woo. Do you know? Or what was it? Fear this. What? What was your What was your catchphrase in WTW? Fear this. That's kind of weak. I don't like it too much. <laughs> All right. Thanks for being on the show, Sal. We appreciate it. No problem. Have fun, guys. Bye. There we go. It's not getting cut from the show. And we are back on Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Ring Rope Rebellion, we love you as always. Uh, that was hashtag heel. Dolph Ziggler approved. Dolph Ziggler retweeted. Maybe the nicest thing they've ever anybody's ever written about him. Possibly. Possibly. I've written very nice things about him. Yeah, but you know, he doesn't respond to you. Mate, that's for all you know. Let's start off last week with SmackDown. I mean, you could kind of blur the lines right now between SmackDown and Raw. Yeah. But coming up this week with Teddy Long uh, being the GM of SmackDown, and then next week we'll talk about John Laurinaitis being the GM of SmackDown. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, holla, holla. Let's talk at, let's uh, start off with uh, Drew McIntyre, someone we haven't spoken about recently. You know, he's been given all these chances to get fired, and now he has gotten fired. He finally they lost. Finally he lost to Justin Gabriel and got fired. Got So where did we... I think we mentioned it really briefly last week about how he's doing this new gimmick at house shows. Yeah, where he's uh, really... What is he, like a playboy kind of? 
Who knows? Know. Arrogant. Well, I guess a playgirl. I don't know. But he's yeah. like all into himself. Yeah, no, because Playboy, one. Playboy is females, and Playgirl yeah. is like blowing kisses, blowing was. kisses to the fans and stuff like that. Well, what I think in FCW, uh, Drew McIntyre was in a tag team with Wade Barrett as the Empire. I feel like if they got together, because now Wade Barrett's injured, maybe if Wade Barrett comes back and manages Drew McIntyre, and then they keep that going to form a tag team. I think that would be a great opportunity for Drew McIntyre. It would get his name a little bit further out there because Wade Barrett is a name right now. He is a household name. And I, I don't say, think I he's household. Yeah, I don't think he's a household think so. name. I think he's. I think he could be up there. It's I like, think oh, he's on Johnny. the same level as uh, Seamus. Johnny, who's that? I don't know. It's some British guy with a tattoo. All right, cool. Two story. tattoos. An I, anchor I, I still, and an anchor. I still on his think ball. that he's on the same level as Seamus. I don't think he's on the same level. You don't? Seamus. No, I think he was. He was just about there. Before he got injured, I mean, you I know, the, know. The, the 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 dirt sheets were reporting that like this money in the bank's getting cut this year because of the fact that Wade Barrett's getting injured because he was supposed to win it. I think that's kind of awful if that is true for the fact that you don't have any, you can't come up with any ideas to put somebody else over in that kind of a match. Maybe they just don't want to though, because I mean, if you look at it, I, there's a Sheamus possibility of being champion. Daniel After WrestleMania, there's a Daniel Bryan chance of being champion. There's a CM Punk chance. There's a Chris Jericho chance. Then there's a Royal Rumble chance next year. CM Punk chance. There's no. He is the champion. But there's a chance that he might not walk out with the belt, with the title, the championship. Yeah, but they usually have three times. Those many cha- chances on a pay per view. But I'm saying there's still a chance. There's a chance that he might be it. He might be it. He might be it. He might be it. You never know. I want to touch on one thing about Seamus before you continue on with your thing, your uh, idea no. here, Dave. Well, I want I want to okay. comment on that. Uh, Seamus Dolph Ziggler, Seamus has been using the air raid silent or is feeling as used to call it the Celtic Cross, re aptly named White Noise, which I think is a great name for it. Just I because, like it. Yeah, I like it too. And then going on to your idea about Drew McIntyre and Wade Barrett, yeah, kind of think? being team. I think that's going to take away from both of them. Really? Because if you re- because I think they're going to try to repackage Drew McIntyre as being a face. I mean, look what happened with MVP. He went on that 22-week losing streak, and he just became a face because everybody wanted him to win. If you, if you keep Drew McIntyre now, they fire him. You, you bring- there you go. But, I mean, even still, Wade Barrett kind of has that kind of a persona about him with him wearing that jacket out to the ring and stuff like that kind of cockiness arrogant about him I think that they could fit together plus with the tag team championship I think that they could help that out because as we've all have said plenty of times on the show I always think that the higher ups have to come down to the divisions to help boost them and they're doing and they're doing a good job with that right that, now definitely. with with Cody Rhodes and the big show because this week after a bunch of embarrassing big show and WrestleMania moments we saw Kabono, uh we saw Mayweather Teddy Long set it up Cody Rhodes versus the big show for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania which I think all of us can just kind of be a little bit upset about it because we all want, I think all of us wanted to see Cody Rhodes versus Goldust at WrestleMania. Hey man, there's still time. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I, I honestly, I like this. So I guess I'm separate from you guys on okay. this, but I'm fine. I actually, I'm perfectly fine. I think with it's it. really good because have I, as I just mentioned, higher ups coming down to other divisions. Big Show is a, he was just champion. Um, and Big Show was champion for 45 seconds. But still, he's still that, he's still that pretty still much champion. main event name. 
I feel like if he won the Intercontinental uh, Championship, it would also help that with uh, making it more prestigious. Okay. I don't want him to win it, though. I don't want him to win it. If if Cody Rhodes gets a win over the Big Show, Mm -hmm. that's the biggest win of his title career right now, and that cements him as a, a legit Intercontinental Champion. I'd rather see Big Show win it, and then Cody Rhodes feud with him and win it back. I, I just want to see other people hold that title and have other people that are main eventers hold those championships. All right. Touche. Imagine maybe SummerSlam. By the time we get to SummerSlam, Big Show's Intercontinental Champion. I or mean, no, Big Show's Intercontinental Champion around that time. Then Goldust beats him for it at a pay-per-view, and then that sets up for SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer. There's or so, as WWE would like to say, the biggest party of the summer. There's so many things that up. you can do with that, but I think that Big Show would definitely help uh, make the Intercontinental Championship look very well, gain prestige, and it would be the right direction. Uh, it won't even fit around his waist. Uh, there's tons of times you can get extenders. You never see Yokozuna? No, he didn't. Yeah, that's true. He never. Yeah. Andre the Giant, on the other hand. He always put that on his shoulder. Yeah, he always put that on his shoulder. Uh, there's a lot. There's a big return this week on SmackDown as well with Randy Orton coming off that concussion, facing Daniel Bryan in match, which was then finished with Randy Orton being counted out because of the interference or the appearance, I should say, of Kane. And Kane getting in there, demolishing Randy Orton, and just tell, saying, simply put, "Welcome back, Randy." Kane just pretty much making his name known on both shows now. Yeah. Destroying every every match he can. Well, it went from last week, and then you went to, to, yeah. to Monday Night Raw. Look at that segue. Monday Night Raw where Kane, you know, took out our truth And then Randy Orton got his uh, comeuppance and gave him the RKO and just told him it's good to be back. So I, I don't like that because Kane didn't sit up. I, I don't I, think. I was about to say the same thing. I don't think Kane should have sold that RKO. As if he was really seriously that hurt from Well, it's the RKO. It comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. but this is Dang. still a monster of yeah. Kane. He just Dang. went through this hardcore match, uh, no DQ match, ambulance match, and he's still standing. Nothing can get him off his feet. He's like Elton John. I think that he... Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I, I just don't think that he should have sold that. I think he should have sat out, sat up, as you just said. I think it would be been a lot better. I actually liked that R Truth King match. As short as it was, I did. I actually thought they put on a good match for. I just like R Truth. Yeah. I'm sorry. Since since he went to a bad guy and then kind of came back, yeah. and everybody embraced him as a face, and now he has his little Jimmy. T-shirt. Oh, what about where he was talking into the camera? It was just like, wait, wh- yeah, who am I talking, who am I talking to? to? That was funny. <laughs> yeah. That was good. That was good. Uh, a lot of you know big matches that have already been established for WrestleMania and two of them the World Heavyweight and WWE Championship matches and the contenders and challengers, uh, the contender, the title holders and the challengers faced off their Punk and Sheamus faced uh, Jericho and Daniel Bryan and J- Chris Jericho getting the win over CM Punk. Getting the pinfall for that matter. I think that is a huge victory. Yes, he has gotten pinfall victories over him in the past but I think that this is still huge because it's building up to WrestleMania. It's the road to WrestleMania. I think every pinfall that you get only helps out the match and helps you out in that match. True. Helps your name out. Well, in he, that you match. know, he could have like huge momentum going into it. Oh, definitely. You know, because apparently this is supposed to be the new, the best, the greatest match in WrestleMania history. That's what they're saying. The topping over Savage and Steamboat, which then leads me to my next point of greatest match in WrestleMania of all time. So this week, after our little argument last week about what was the re- greatest WrestleMania match of all time, was it either Shawn Michaels and. Uh, Undertaker at WrestleMania 25 or Savage and Steamboat. I went back and I watched both matches. 
What did you come out with? I came out with my simple simple statement from last time that Savage Scene Boat, yes, is still because that was fast-paced action throughout the entire thing. There was no, like, fuck-ups in that match. Everything was pretty much perfect. Yes, there was a little outside interference, but it was it was it was duly it was duly so. The Undertaker doing the the plancha to the outside and, and landing right on uh Sim Snooker. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. A there could have been a little bit more precaution there to help out the Undertaker, maybe throw him throw the cameraman more in the line of fire. The the moonsault to the outside that HBK did was just like a side flip. You know, nothing to it. And you knew, like, by the end of the match, you knew that when HBK gave him everything he could, he hit that moonsault, Undertaker caught him for the tombstone, you knew it was done. Whereas with Savage and Steamboat, it was unpredictable the entire time. And the fact that he won on a small package out of nowhere, out of nowhere, just after all the action and the arm drags and all the technical innovative moves, it was just, it was more of a technically sound match and that's why I feel that Savage and Steamboat, best match in WrestleMania uh, history. I don't know. One of my personal favorites is always going to be Owen Hart versus Bret Hart. Yeah, but that's just my well, personal Well, that, that's the, the week, the WrestleMania show will t- yeah, top we can five, go into uh, top five favorite matches in order. Yeah. WrestleMania history. But that, those aren't the only champions that had uh, matches on Monday Night Yeah, Raw. Jack Swagger finally, finally, finally is actually on Raw with defending, a nice, it. Uh, uh, defending the United States title that he won from Zach. Writer with a third grade style haircut. Yeah, yeah I was about I think to his say. His mom was man. backstage combing his hair. Yeah, right. Shit. But he was in the ring going That's against uh, Santino. Santino, who is in the midst of this feud between John Laurinaitis and Teddy Long. Teddy Long kicking John Laurinaitis and David Otunga out of the building, which then helped Santino get in the win and becoming the new United States champion. Shocked or not shocked? I'm actually shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah. Especially being that it's, what, two weeks before WrestleMania? Uh, WrestleMania? Yeah. I'm actually very shocked. I actually think it's very well, too. But I don't think that they defend that championship enough. I think it has to be defended a little bit more to keep it relevant. Whereas Dolph Ziggler was on TV every single week and defended that title and brought pride and prestige back to that title, the WWE booking company, in my opinion, has really just let that sag. You know, whereas Cody Rhodes is really making a name for himself, they should have kept it on Zack Ryder. They, I mean, yes, he was injured and he was part of a whole storyline and everything like that, but still, maybe now at WrestleMania, yes, we this week we saw the return of Zack Ryder on TV. You another, know, call- another Kane segment. Yeah, true. Okay. Big Glenn Campbell over there. No one gets the reference, Brandon. Um, from people Doodlebop? get the reference from Doodlebop if you're listening to Cold Cabana. But no Big one really. No, Campbell. no, there's tons of people that will get the reference. Okay, that's great, but you, you ruined my flow here. So the flow, yeah, that flow is no more. And so, flow so call is me a tampon. You were saying Zack Ryder. You think that he could carry that United States? Uh, yeah, he should. He should have carried that United States title for a long time, but and he shouldn't have been involved with this Kane segment. Yes, we saw him return on TV in the Eve segment, but maybe now, hopefully, you know, he'll next week he'll get rid of the Kane and he'll be out back up until maybe now he can get his rematch. But do you think that that being involved with this Kane John Cena helped out him? Who? I mean, look, uh, Zack Ryder. I mean, oh, look absolutely. at him now. He's doing. Inter- they flew him over to London and he's doing yeah. interviews on the well, news. He, Sky. Yeah, he and also listening to the crowd when his music hit on on Monday, oh, everybody popped huge. I, I think that his involvement with Kane was 
as you just said, huge. It got him even more over with people. He even trended himself by himself. No WWE or anything. He trended it himself on Twitter yesterday. With WWWYK, I want to know it. And I don't know how many people have to hashtag something for it to trend, but that's absolutely incredible just to have all these people. Questions for him for like a half hour. I mean, I, which got turned into an hour. Yeah. I hope for the fact, I hope the fact that he doesn't fall for Eve again, storyline wise. But it looks like that it's happening, and so hopefully Kelly Kelly or somebody can get in there. <laughs> Kelly it, Kelly and Big O tweeting back it, and forth. It could be good though, because it does get the female audience and the younger audience like, oh, I feel bad for the guy and stuff, because obviously he's gonna break his heart again. So it could get support from fans even more than this Kane. They may just try and be. Zack Ryder is a babyface right now. Yes. What they, was Eve trying to get though? What do you by, mean? By, by using him, using John Cena, what was she trying to achieve? I don't think she actually... Popularity. Yeah, I don't think she actually said anything yet. We could assume popularity. Because maybe... I think it was popularity, because where, you know, she won the Diva Talent search, then yeah. she, you know... It's not that you're seeing not a championship, because, come on now. Who's going to beat Beth Phoenix? Yeah. I mean, we're all... I, I mean, in all hopes, we're hoping that it's karma, but... Um, uh, on a on a sadder note, before we get into the, the the big two topics of Raw, apparently it was reported this week on TMZ that Karma did not well gave birth, but actually didn't give birth to a healthy baby and lost her baby right after uh, birth, which is which is depressing. Yeah, and I mean, it's all it's also good that she she kept it under wraps because she doesn't want people knowing her personal life. Yeah, she apparently told was uncomfortable, told her friends that a healthy baby and everything, yeah. but in fact she was covering it up just because, of course, this is a very touchy subject that you keep close. Yeah. And it sucks, you know. Yeah. And, and, I was it, shocked when I saw that. Definitely. And the fact that she came out on TV and like told her story yeah. about like being pregnant and stuff like that—it was it's huge. Oh yeah, definitely. So, Our condolences. You no, know, she's starting absolutely. a she's starting a foundation for women that you know this has happened to in the past before, and now we're hoping to see her get in the ring, be stronger and uh, healthier yes. than ever. Um, set on a lighter note, we hope to see her. Yeah, we hope to see uh, Karma At soon. WrestleMania. And they have three weeks left. I mean, yeah, they, but they, they, could happen. yeah, there's a lot of things they can throw in here. I, I mean, you know, with Triple H and Undertaker this week and a, and a great, great promo between Undertaker and uh, between Triple H and, and HBK made himself the official referee for the Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania. And you gotta love the, the heat between HBK and Triple H about the jealousy, about HBK couldn't get the job done, Triple H almost got the job done. They're kind of trying to one-up each other, even though, and these guys have been friends for so long. The click, kind of their friendship's falling apart all over Undertaker. You know, even if Triple H gets the win, Shawn Michaels is still Shawn Michaels, and he will always be better than Triple H. And he's not going to get the win. But my question to both of you right now is, do you think that Triple HBK is going to be able to call this down the middle? I think he will call it down the middle. I, uh, I really can't see Undertaker victory at WrestleMania being the same with it a little bit tainted. I mean, with if HBK hits um, Triple H with this reach of music, if anything, I would, I would, the most um, logical thing that I could see is him calling it down the center hitting both wrestlers with speech yeah. and music and then maybe walking out and I've, a new yeah. referee has to take the place I think if anything how's he gonna happens, get out of the cell well there's, there's a door 
I don't know, but the door's usually locked. Maybe there won't be a door. Who knows? We don't. But I think if anything were to happen, Shawn Michaels would show show sides to both. They're like, oh, oh, you beat me. Of course, he'll play it up in the beginning of the match where he'll have a little stare down with both of them. And then possibly uh, Triple H pushes HBK and then he pushes him back. And then just like some little three stooges like back and forth in the beginning just to keep it relative like in your mind that they don't have the best relationship. Definitely in the weeks leading up, I would like to see some sort of video package highlighting Triple H and Shawn Michaels past with the past brutal. They've had brutal, brutal matches. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker's past also have had brutal matches. Well, as we've seen, the entire Undertaker have been some of the best. um, I mean, videos. The breast. Yeah. (laughs) Has been some of the best videos that we've seen in a long time to promote this match. Absolutely. So with the addition of HPK in those videos, you can't get any better. More footage. Exactly. I think you'll probably get that huge video package either at the SmackDown before WrestleMania, because you know that's, that's always usually live from Access, or you're going to see it at WrestleMania, because they're going to have to set the hell up, the hell in a cell up, because I don't know how they're going to do it from an outside arena. Yeah, they're saying that new structure, trying to figure out how to set it up differently. Yes, we know that it's not going to be like fighting outside. At least I would like to assume that we know that. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, we will. We will find out April happen. 1st. I wonder why. In Miami, Florida. We're not going to be there. For yeah, hell yeah, time. we'll be there. You haven't said it on the show, 500. Yeah, we might as well say Cole Cabana, Cole Cabana, Cole Cabana. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> cripple, 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 cripple. Um, so let's get, get on the big topic. We're in Boston. TD Garden. John Cena's home turf. Beantown. Beantown. So the Red so, so one of you guys tweets the Red Sox are better than the Yankees? Was that you, Dave? Me. All right. I actually, I don't, I don't know. I know, I know. But the I Rangers called, did get a win over the Bruins last week. Yeah, but I, co- I called Dave immediately out on this. And I, I just want to test your knowledge, Brandon. Yankees rivalry. Um, how many World Series have the Red Sox won? Two. How I'm many? Just, I'm just kidding. Two hundred wrong. <laughs> how many World Series have the Yankees won? Twenty-eight. Thirty-nine. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Close. What is the all-time record between Red Sox and Yankees in the entire rivalry? Ooh. Was, Here which, we go. You have, if you think there's better, who's the better team? Who has beaten the other team more? I don't even know this I, shit. I believe it was the the Yankees by. A few. I don't Is know, it close? The regular season series was 1,132 games to 954 games All right, so to 14 ties. Decently Yankees. close. Yankees. Decently close. What's the largest victory that there's ever been in this series since the Red Sox are better? 19 runs by. The Yankees. Yeah, we all know. Twenty-two to one, New York, oh, back close. in two thousand. Just showing that the New York Yankees are better than the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, See, we may be. We, so. Yeah, you're. Yeah. You, I'll, I'll you, even say better than yeah. the Mets. <laughs> yeah, well, the New York Mets. Yeah. yeah, but just to, we may bash Detroit. Apparently, we may bash Canada. But there's one place that I hate more than anything, and it's fucking Boston. I love Boston. You I would love it. colonialness. I like the thing. Detroit Red Wings. So I mean, I got. I love Philadelphia. Philadelphia. There. I love Philadelphia sucks too. Hockey town. Oh, Philly! Don't even go there. Philly's the the worst. (laughs) I hate the Phillies. I hate the Flyers. Crosby. They're they're terrible. That's Pittsburgh. I do like the cheesesteaks though in Philly. Still okay. But anyway, we're in Boston. We're in John Cena's hometown. John Cena had a nice. 
<laughs> nice chat by himself. Yeah, nice little chat, chat by fireside <laughs> chat by himself, <laughs> saying nobody re- nobody remembers second place and had to remember, had to talk about the Giants beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl, making them eighteen one. Had to had to bring that in there. Another thing, New York better than Boston. Now I gotta just say, during these promos, I couldn't wait to find the remote controller. I couldn't get into these Not promos. Cena's? Even Cena's. Okay, okay, okay. I'm yes. sorry to cut you off. Continue. No, no, no. Even Cena's. I just, I found it very dragging, very long, just by the fact that there was no crowd interaction. It was just him. It, yes, it was. It was, it was TNA how it, it was kind of. It was kind of <laughs> intimate and everything. Just him with the um, the camera. But still, I was not a fan of it. I. I was interested because his was a little bit more heartfelt than The Rock's. Yes, The Rock can go to Boston Harbor and throw out John Cena shit. Yes, he can go to the Paul Revere statue and then just, you know, say things about, you know, Boston cream pie and stuff like that. And then he can go to Boston Commons and talk about how he's going to beat the, beat the Rock. But you know what? Honestly, this is the same shit that we have been seeing out of The Rock since he's become The Rock. It's true. It's all about reinventing your character. I mean, yes, okay, reinventing your character John Cena-wise is getting a pair of army jorts, uh, army shorts and a black t-shirt, but he's continuously, you know, getting new new catchphrases kind of because now you got a rise of hate. He's kind of keeps reinventing his style and stuff like that. Where's the rock? Where's the rock has been doing the same shit over and over again. And that's, I, I was just like, okay, he's talking about Boston cream pie. It's over. Great. Whatever's over. It's, that's true. It's over. Like when he was wearing his, when he was wearing his uh, sunglasses, the only thing going through my mind was I, he has to be or cue cards. Yeah. Well, that's the main reason why Brad Hart wore glasses. Okay. But here's a perfect example about reinventing yourself and reinventing your character. Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho said it. He goes, I got sick of doing the same thing. So then he started talking slow and methodical and using very large words and totally reinvented his character. And then when he came back now, he wasn't doing the same suit and tie gimmick. Now he's wearing the light bright vest. He's wearing jeans. He's still talking slow and methodical, but you know, The Rock has not done that. Yes, everyone's like, oh, The Rock's a great one. The Rock's the people's champion. But he's the same s- character over and over again, and I'm so sick of it. I've seen enough. What's funny? I found this kind of funny. Oh, oh my God, The Rock is back. The Rock, he's this, he's that, he's that. But now, after he's been around, they, or the lack thereof, we're not really so fond behind him. Look at CM Punk since he's come to the WWE. He had the goatee and the hair. He's straight edge, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Then he gets a little bit more bearded. More then tattoos. he goes More tattoos. He goes into straight edge society. He becomes Charles Manscaped. You know, grows out a huge beard. Then he has his hair slicked back bad guy hair that he has now. He keeps reinventing himself, but he's the same character. This is so different from when we first started talking about The Rock. Has John Cena's promos and his, uh, his discussions about it gotten to us? What you, in what sense? In his calling out with the cue cards, with the writing on the wrist, and, and, his gimmick, and, and, their, and et cetera. And then their promo today on Monday, too. He made a blatant reference by writing six foot four, oh, yeah. 275 pounds. I feel John Cena is burying The Rock for everything that he is. I agree. And uh, you know what? Maybe John Cena's words are getting up to us. Maybe we're falling right into what they want. It's completely burying. The Rock. I, I think, I think that really the, the, the Rock. The Rock tried as hard as he could to bury John Cena on Monday. He's like, "Oh, you're a little bitch. You, you're scared of me." No, yeah. he isn't. He's not scared of him because he knows what The Rock is. The Rock's. He said it. The Rock's gonna lose this match, and then you're, never, you're not gonna hear from him for another year until WrestleMania 29 comes around. And you know what? It's the truth. 
We don't know that though. We don't. We really don't. We don't know that. Well, they could, heard, they we, could they could throw a horseshoe. They could throw a horseshoe with it. Well, you know, we, tomorrow. We've heard The Rock say, "Hey, I'm back for good." But then we didn't see him on Raw. We maybe but saw him four times since that's then. That's not what he was saying when he met, when he said he was back and not going anywhere. Apparently, he was saying that he's back and he'll wrestling is always his home, and he will always have to do with wrestling, just not on a weekly basis. You have to remember, he's got a movie career. <laughs> yeah, the Tooth oh, Fairy. Sorry. Seriously? Sorry, hey, Tooth Fairy made uh, $407 million at the... It was all from Brandon. Yep. He kept on going to see it. Yeah, I actually saw it for free. Don't tell anyone. Gesundheit. Gesundheit. Bless you. But I really... Did you see like five times in one day? No, I just saw it once at night. And I had McDonald's pickles there with me. <laughs> I saw... Ooh. <laughs> Ready going to late night show? Yeah. Did you have a Did you have a buttered popcorn? No, I told the you I just had McDonald's pickles. Literally just yeah. a cup okay. of pickles. All right, all right, pickles, pickles. But aside. regardless, regardless, at WrestleMania, I'm still gonna pop for Rock, hometown. Still gonna pop. Yes, gonna still cheer for John Cena. I don't like to cheer against anyone, really. Honestly, I never cheer for John Cena. I feel like I'm kind of getting tainted by John Cena now from his, oh, I hate him. John Cena sucks. Five moves of doom. You're starting to turn. He doesn't have five moves of doom. He has a Dude, lot The Rock had five now. moves back in the day. Yeah, but John Cena Hogan has had built less. so much more than that now. He ha- he's His mic skills are good. The fact that he point, pokes his, fun at himself. His rap the fact that he ju- The fact that he drinks beer at the end of Monday Night Raw. How, awesome. How crazy. Okay. All right. How, what do you think about that? I didn't even even think about it. The fact that so many little kids look up to him and now he's uh, chugging a beer on TV. He's just a do good old boy it, but do you from think Massachusetts. It, do you think it's kind of... Ooh, I don't think so. Kind of like how our truth lit up that cigarette in front of all the young. That fans. was awesome too. I don't think so because if it came down to it, John Cena would still stand by. Don't drink unless you're 21. Yeah, I okay. guess. There I mean, go. we've all seen drunk, uh, or at least I have seen a drunken video of John Cena doing karaoke, karaoke yeah. which is hilarious because he has his little cargo shorts and he has like five beers stuffed in the pockets. Awesome. It's, and you singing country, you, you singing country music, and you can't help but you can't help but think. This guy I may be, be actually be pretty him. cool. <laughs> He's yeah. not that douchebag that everybody tries to make him out to be. He's actually a cool guy. Well, next week we'll get to see a different side of this feud. The Eminem. Um, I want to see The Rock in action before WrestleMania, just to show that he can still go. Put, well, him, I mean, ag- you did. put him against... We, we did an attempting match. At Survivor Series. Yeah. But, you know, when was the light, was, but I'd like to see him maybe against The Miz the week before. At WrestleMania, a tune-up match. There you go. There you go. But next week in Cleveland, in the shadows of the Hall of Fame. You ever been there? No. Yes. It always changed my to. life, honestly. It was Never pretty did. cool. Always Fucking wanted to. Best it, place. Um, next week in the sh- in Cleveland, in, in the Mrs. Hometown, we are going to see a rock concert versus the John Cena rap, which was a different side of this feud. Hmm. I popped for that. I, I want to see. You just mentioned something <laughs> that really caught my attention. The Mrs. Mrs. Hometown. Hometown. Yeah, so maybe we'll maybe we'll see something big from this because we haven't seen anything. We've seen again squashed by the big show. That's very interesting. The fact that I mean, a lot of these city brought is hometowns to somebody. Last week was John Cena. This coming week, the Miz. Awesome. How, how is this gonna play into factor? Will it play into factor? We'll see on Raw. One small little topic. 
plugs is the fact that this week, a uh, top independent star, the Callahan Death Machine, fan favorite of the show, Sammy Callahan, is give, was given a tryout this week by WWE two two, which I'm Ooh. very which I'm very excited for. And we'll see, you know, where it goes. Let's see where his development contract is. Uh, if he gets a development contract, for that fa- the fact of the matter, it might just be a tryout. Who like, knows? Cole Cabana got a tryout. Briscoe a couple- Brothers had tryouts. Young yeah. Bucks apparently had tryouts. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. We, we, we hope that he does. As we mentioned last week with the, well, you did with the cruiserweight uh, division, his assistance in there. I also think, he, as I've mentioned in the show, Dean Ambrose. I feel like they have tag team. They have been a tag team before. They both have similar gimmicks. I feel as though that if they were together, um, it would definitely help them both out. Absolutely, and and beef up that cruiserweight division, and also beef up a tag team division. But you know what? He he got a tryout. He made get a contract. Cole Cabana got a tryout a couple months back. Didn't get a contract. You know, you said the Briscoes, uh, Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, Chris Hero a few years ago. Yeah, even Chris, though now he got it. Yeah, but. Chris, yeah. So you never know. You never know. I mean, even Joey Ryan had a tryout. Yeah. I mean, there's so many wrestlers. You could go down the independent scene. Pretty much every single wrestler, we you if you name any wrestler, they've probably had... <laughs> Metal Jacked. Colin Delaney got a tryout. He, Alex Reynolds has been on TV. Like, they have so many people that have had Brittany matches Savage. or tryouts. Brittany Savage. Brittany Savage. Yeah, so... Tons well, of people. Yeah, so tons of people have been on... No Jay Silver, though. <laughs> Stop bashing on Jay Silver, we, right? we only hope the best... Keep it on. Yeah. All right. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. It's Dave the Rave that all those cute nurses create here with no, the shameless plugs. Dave likes the Ugo nurses too. Mm-mm, I do not discriminate. All right. Now <laughs> on to the shameless plugs. Numero uno is going to go to our semi 2600th follower at Real Alex Ryder. He's actually a fan of ours from France. Go check him out. Go follow him. My sister was in France this week. Je, ooh, she was ooh engaged. La la. She was engaged Paris. Je suis la chante fille. There I'm you the go. Girl. <laughs> We're also going to... Guys, go follow at Team Awesome 418. They're a great Facebook group. You could go follow them. Facebook.com slash Age of Awesome WWE. They always have... The, some of the best discussions that you can find on Facebook. They also have a website, a little Tumblr, teamawesome418.tumblr.com. Go check them out. Well worth it. Definitely well worth it. Then go follow Ring Flash Photography um, at Ring Flash Photo. Victoria runs a little uh, photography website. Go check it out, ringflashwrestlingphoto.tumblr.com. Com. She always takes the NYWC photos. Awesome photos. Some awesome of the photos. best photos comparable to maybe. Yeah. She I'll actually gets Chikara. next to the ring instead of just sitting yeah. in yeah, the she's seat. Yeah, she's right up with the wrestlers at the ringside taking the pictures and everything. So go check out and some if you of need her a good wrestling, photos. If you need a good wrestling photographer and you're an independent promotion or a professional wrestler, maybe you need some 8x10s done. Go contact but, Victoria yeah. over at, at Ring Flash Photo. Great, great plugs today, Brandon. You know the, you know what the funny thing is about the the twenty six hundred follower is the fact like, oh yeah, who's gonna be a twenty six hundred follower? We got twenty six hundred follower and then three people. Yeah, it's like people people try to become that follower by unfollowing and then refollowing, but then they, I don't know, I guess maybe they forgot to refollow. You know who the number one follower is? At Chris Sweendog. Follow him on Twitter because he's pretty awesome. Who's that? Me. <laughs> Bttg one six one. Who's that? Who's that? B. Oh yeah, okay. 
Former WrestleMania competitor Snooki from Jersey Shore. Just kidding. F that shit. The real shout out goes to Mark Henry because he was recently inducted into the International Sports Hall of Fame. This guy sets records, and I believe he's one of the youngest ever to make it onto an Olympic team. It's very possible. Yes. Do you have Do you have weightlifting proof? Yes. If you go and look onto the Olympic on his Wikipedia team, uh, records, because Wikipedia is always true. Well, I'm sure that on their Hence official website uh, for that Hall of Fame, they probably list his achievements and stuff like that. Brandon just just doesn't have the well, yeah, achievements true. to back it up. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't have gone to that and gotten my shoutouts ready. No. I'm, no ripping on people. We're a good show. Good <laughs> old boys. What? No Just ripping on people when, when Brandon's entire sh- plug in the beginning was all making fun of a good brother of ours, Jay Silva. Well, that's they, not, that's they, they, got, they got no, heat. No, 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 they no, 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 no. Let me explain they that. They got heat. It's because last week on Two and a Half Wrestlers, Kevin Matthews had his little, his little intro. And I guess Jamie felt like Jay Silva felt like he was on the spot, and boom! First thing to pop into your head was something I guess that stays in your up. mind. Not Billy Graham. It's me. B to the G. No. It's me. It's me. Yeah, it's Billy B Graham has G. never said people come to me and say who are you and why are you here. Okay. I say listen up and let me hear. You. Second shout out. I tweeted this one out, and I was actually taken aback when so I saw he, this. He was he was fond of you. That's why he was. Invitation yes. is the most which sincere which form of I flattery. actually said I'm not mad. I in fact I'm glad I could assist. If you were listening, I don't listen to things that come out of your mouth. Regardless, I was taken aback when I saw this, and the new season of Breaking In premiered on Tuesday, and I heard a familiar voice, but I just couldn't place it. And they panned over and showed his face. And I'm like, holy shit, it's Rowdy Rowdy Piper. He played like a, a boss of like a huge... One of your favorites. <laughs> yeah, a huge like uh, lockpicking company. Like a, yeah. There you go, Piper's still at it. Still at the acting. Yeah. It was pretty good. He didn't even look like Piper. And then I saw him like from a different angle. I was like, what? Oh like my a, God, it's Piper on my television. That's not yeah. a wrestling ring. Hey man, I love that. I got a DVR. I love that stuff. Last shout out, absolutely, absolutely, positively, absolutely, three times a charm. Dolph Ziggler and Kofi Kingston for their match on Superstars this week. It was picture perfect, incredible. I'd watch that as a main event for sure. If you haven't seen that, www.com. I don't think it's on YouTube yet. We can always post the video on uh, our Facebook. Absolutely Just like Dave, check it out. Dave does with every episode of Ring of King and FCW. People like that. People like yeah, that. I apologize if yeah. I haven't posted FCW yet. I haven't been able to get a hold of the current uh, episode, so my apologies. Scotty Stanford got a uh, special pink Dolph Ziggler skirt. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's cute. That's adorable. He All right. He looks I honestly I still actually mark I don't mark, but I kind of get a little bit what the hell? Whenever I pass by and my mom has the news on and I see Scott Stanford. And I'm like, hey. You mark. You mark, you mark. And then now, speaking of marks, it's time for our Mark out moment of the week, and Mark out moment of the week. Dave, you take this one. You have to, because this one was a conversation that you had between you and Brandon about Santino's win of the United oh. States title. Brandon uh, a bit ahead of himself. Santino got a huge victory. Then he started to proceed to cry in the ring. Are you? Fuck you. Brandon. No. Brandon. 
proceeds to think he will assume, oh, Santino, that is legit. His no. tears. No. Brandon thought not. he was That's legit no. crying and tearing no, up. No, you took the wrong words he out of He thought he was legit tearing and crying up. If I was you just go like, back Brandon, acting 101, no. Kevin Matthews will teach you that no. shit. Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? If you go back and look at the footage, there are tears rolling down Santino's face. I said, I wonder if that's legit or really good acting. So, bam, fucking no, roasted. No. Yes, no. that's exactly you what happened. You thought it was real. No. Dude, was Eve, fuck you. Eve Torres, when she was crying, with those real tears? Also real tears. Well, also, I, mean, was all I wanted to know. Real tears? Not in that situation. I didn't want to know real tears. <laughs> that one was actually really good acting. It, tears it, for there, there are many times in the world of professional wrestling and sports entertainment where we find things to be real and we t- find things to be fake. This, this was a time where we kind of marked out of something that was, you know, kind of like a big deal, but also, too, was a little bit, you know, on the faker side. All and, I know uh, is that this isn't going to get a marquee at the end of next year. This was the worst markout moment I've ever heard. This is the best one. Are you kidding no, me? This hell is no. this is the no, top runner got, right now. No, this is, you got that from a secondhand source. This this kid doesn't he doesn't take it correctly. He doesn't oh, know. How, no. He doesn't no. know how to he doesn't Brandon know how to move it up and take himself. it correctly. No. Brandon just has to defend He's relaying himself. the message wrong. Oh no, I realize exactly as I hear it. No. You you skip out on words. No. And you I, hear only I things only you say hear. what I and that's our show no. for this week, folks. Thank you very much for listening. Markingout.com. You could also go uh, on iTunes and subscribe on iTunes. Leave some comments. Rate us. Tell us how awesome we are. Tell them how great the show was this week. Facebook.com slash Markingout. Twitter.com at Markingout. Thank you very much to Ring Rope Rebellion for this week's musical interlude and to B-Wing411 for our wonderful logo. For Brandon and for Dave, my name is Chris. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And have a good week. See you in a little bit, Bridget. <laughs>